Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your host, Jennifer Aldrich of The Merchandaries. So um, we have a lot to talk about, and I have my co-host with me, Sierra Williams, to uh, help me break everything down. Hey, guys. It's me, Sierra Williams. I'm a journalism major here at State, and I cover all the women's basketball games with Jennifer, so I have a lot of things to tell you guys today. All right, so today we're going to talk about um, the game that Michigan State has already played in the tournament, who they have up next, um, and what to expect from the rest of the season, and I mean the rest of the tournament, and our predictions for this tournament. So uh, let's just get that underway. So uh, Michigan State was named the number five seed in the Stanford region in the tournament, and their first game was against number 12 seed Hampton, in which they won 91 to 61. So that was a great game, and um, the leading scorers in that game were Ariel Powers and Annalise Pickrell, and it was just a great way for them to start the tournament and move on um, past the first round. Yeah, there were about five Spartans in double digits, and a couple of them had double-doubles, which were freshmen, so we have to talk about how these freshmen are showing up and showing out, basically, for this Michigan State team. Yeah, so um, I feel like – oh. I feel like they have a lot of advantages and disadvantages um, in this tournament. And so some of their advantages, like Sierra said, um, is that freshman reliance. They have a lot of freshmen that are really um, stepping on the court and getting their name out there, like Tori Jankoska, redshirt freshman Brandy Ag, and redshirt freshman Ariel Powers. So um, I feel like that will lead a lot into their um, success in the tournament. Yeah, especially um, Tori Jankowska. I think she played a role that people don't really notice because the starting point guard, Kiana Johnson, you know, is no longer uh, playing because of suspensions and whatnot. Right. So Tori had to step in and start and actually not even play point guard, even though I think that's her position. You know, Clarissa's at the point. But, yeah, Tori, she always comes through. I think she's very consistent and uh, didn't let them down when, you know, they really needed someone to start. And then... You know, Ariel, of course, double-doubles almost every night. Like, she had 26 points and 18 rebounds. That might have been, like, a career high for her yeah, as far as rebounds. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. So, yeah, she got high flyer, of course. She jumped so high. I'll be wow. <laughs> and then Brandy Agee, too, she had 10 points, 10 rebounds. And I see she improved a lot over the season because she didn't really yeah. used to play much because she used to turn the ball over, just be a little, I wouldn't say too aggressive because I don't believe and too aggressive, but just, I guess, too aggressive for college basketball yeah. instead of, you know, high school. So she's really improved. Yeah, and I think, um, again, Brandy Ag, she's really gotten control over her game, and she's still that aggressive player for them, but she's aggressive to where she can be effective in the game. So I think that's really good for them. And in this tournament, from the Big Ten Championship to, like, this point now she's really kind of stepped her game up and I think that's very beneficial for the team because it allows them to <clears throat> excuse me it allows them to play players um and have a diverse group of players and I also think another advantage for the Spartan team in the tournament is their um away game uh kind of advantage throughout the regular season they've always been uh really good at uh playing away from home so I think that because they're not in East Lansing that it's going to be a great advantage for them. Yeah, yeah another thing was they were a lot of the girls were excited to be playing somewhere else other than Chapel Hill this year yeah. even though Annalise said she thought third time was a charm but Clarissa mentioned that it was going to be sunshine and the energies would be high so I think that's another effect on them. they're excited to be in North Carolina. 
Yeah. And so uh, some of the disadvantages, I think, for this team, it's only really one big one, is that um, they haven't really played these teams. In the um, interviews after they found out their seating and everything, um, a few of them said that that would be something that they needed to work on, um, was learning how the other teams played and how they um, how the different players worked with each other. So I think that's one disadvantage is like a lot of these teams they haven't played um, in the regular season, so they don't know their game. So yeah, and a lot of these as far as the matchups with these teams, I know Hampton. I think Susie, the coach Susie Merchant said that it was a lot of one on one play, and the Spartans are more of like I think a zone, or they you know they play different. Yeah. They don't really play one on one, but they were able to manage it. And they succeeded because the score was like 91 to 61. And they were like, they never trailed, I don't believe. So they nope, handled it they well. Did. But, it's, you know, it was a little different play. They're not used to playing these teams outside the big team. Yeah, so I think that'll be their only downfall. But um, I know they're going to watch a lot of film and be um, in the gym practicing. So they'll be ready for these teams. Um, so... They play their next game will be Tuesday night at seven ten. Um, they'll be playing the fourth seeded UNC. Um, I think this will be a good game. Um, I was looking at a few quotes from the North Carolina coach, and uh, someone mentioned that um, our players are a lot bigger than their players. So I think that'll be kind of an advantage. But I still think that um, UNC will give the Spartans a good game. So I'm excited to see them play that and do well in that. Yeah, I believe that the Spartans have a, a very high chance of winning this game because North Carolina barely beat, you know, number 13 seed Tennessee Martin. So I feel like it'll be a real good matchup. And plus, um, someone mentioned, like, they asked Susie Merchant, was this, like, the dream matchup? Because a lot of the girls were saying, like, you know, this is this would be a dream playing North Carolina in North Carolina. And Susie didn't say, like, there's no such thing as a dream matchup. You just got to look at which game. You're playing right now, but right. I, I think it's a, kind of a, a great matchup. That's North Carolina, North Carolina. Yeah. Hype. Yeah, I think that'll be a, a good game for them. Um, so, for the predictions going further into that, um, I think the Spartans are going to do well. And I think, um, in my opinion, of course, I want them to uh, go far in this tournament. I really think that they've earned it through all the adversity that they faced this season and everything that they've been through. I think they earn it. Um, one of the toughest competitors, I feel like, uh, if they make it past this round, will be Connecticut. Um, they've, they won last year, so they were the Big Ten tournament winners last year. And they've won the Big Ten tournament so many times, like, consecutively. So I think that their team is very consistent in um, how they do and how they perform in the tournament. So I think that'll be um, a tough competitor for them in this tournament. Yeah, UConn, they're, you know, incredible. They haven't lost a game. I think they have one of the longest streaks in college basketball, period. So, mm -hmm. it's going to be pretty tough to beat them. I'm going to say that, but I'm, you know, anything can happen. Anything is possible. Like KG said, anything is possible. So. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I do believe that anything's possible for them. Um, so, I feel like if they keep this momentum up and everyone's healthy and playing like they're supposed to, I think it'll be really good for them and uh, they'll really dominate. Um, so, I think that'll be their toughest competitor. Who knows? Um, but a lot of 
um, I know Sierra was saying this a little earlier that um, compared to men's basketball, like it's not a lot of upset, so it's kind of predictable for women's basketball. So um, Connecticut was the number one seed in the Lincoln region. So that may or may not affect it, but um, yeah. So it's been it hasn't been that many upsets regarding women's basketball. Yeah, I was looking through the bracket, and it was, it's kind of like a, a pattern. You know, almost every seed, like a higher seed, beat the lower seed. It was just one exception in the Stanford region. I think it was um, Florida State ended up beating Iowa State, but they were just a 10 in the 7 seed, so it wasn't a big difference. You know, it wasn't like a 1 seed got killed by it. You know, right? <laughs> the small seed. So, But it looked like a pattern, so this Michigan State-North Carolina matchup should be great because it's a 4 and 5 seed, so they're basically even, and they haven't played each other, but... They gotta. They could potentially play South Carolina. They're either gonna play South Carolina or Oregon State if they get past North Carolina. And South Carolina is the number one seed. And uh, I predicted they'll win against Oregon. You know, they're based on the trend in the women's basketball. You know, it's nothing like men's. It's been all these upsets breaking people's brackets. But <laughs> my bracket was torn. <laughs> I didn't even make one because <laughs> I would have been out like the first day. Yeah. So I I do think that um they'll I my prediction is that they'll be pretty successful. Mm-hmm. I think that they have like a very good team. It's a lot of new blood like on this team and I think that gives them that that upbeat and that freshness. Um I was talking to Annalise earlier um in the week and she was just saying that um, you know, her job for the Spartans is just to um, get those freshmen, you know, comfortable with playing. And I think in this first game already in the tournament, I think that they really showed that they're not afraid of the tournament, like the newcomers like Tori, Ariel, and Brandy. And also the oldcomers are showing that um, they can still get out there and play their game. And I feel like it's really good for the team, and I feel like they're going to be pretty successful. That's my personal prediction. Yeah, when I talked to Annalise, I think it was after the the senior night. She what she said was what made the team kind of you know click together and start playing well to get their chemistry was that the freshmen had to give in a little because you know they most of the freshmen are putting up big numbers and then like the seniors had to you know put a little bit more in. So yeah. when they got that balance, I think that's when they clicked and got it all together. Yeah, and the girls have talked about how they feel like they found that balance. Like, in the middle and towards the end of the regular season, they kind of found that balance for them. So I think they had a few um, tough issues in the beginning of the the regular season, and then they finally got it together, and I think that's going to help them going forward into um, the rest of the tournament. And so another thing we, uh, we've kind of been discussing, me and Sierra, is, like, who will go further, men's basketball or women's basketball in this tournament? Um, everybody's banking on MSU men's basketball to win the whole thing. Of course I think they will. Um, I have high hopes for the women's basketball team as well, and I, I feel like they could actually win this thing. Like I said, con- uh, Connecticut would probably be the toughest, in my opinion, but I think that they could actually win this thing. Um, as far as who will go further between men's and women, I would say the women's will go further simply because it's more predictable in women's basketball and the seeding. And then with men's, all these upsets this year, every time you get in a tournament with men's basketball, you get shocked. Like, it's never yeah. just, you never know. Like, 
I think after the second day of the um, tournament, only six people had perfect brackets or so, out of like eleven million. Yeah. So as far as women's do, do people do women's brackets like. Yeah. Challenges? Well. You know, it's not, it's not as popular okay, as men's, but I think some people do. But, I mean, I feel like it's not that big. People like Warren Buffett, he offered people like a billion or a million dollars. I perfect. Whoever had a perfect win. I don't think they do it with women's because I think somebody could actually get like a perfect. A lot of people can. So, that'd be. For women. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would actually. That's a pretty good idea that if they would do yeah. it. I feel like they wouldn't do it, though, because like you said, it kind of would be we, predictable. Everyone's going to pick Connecticut. Yeah. wins, you know. Like. Yeah. But yeah, I think um I think they'll do well. Um so that's about all we have up for you guys. So continue to look into um MSU Impact Sports for everything regarding the women's basketball. Like I said, they'll be playing um North Carolina Tuesday night at seven ten. So just uh keep looking for us to give you feedback and content about everything going on in the tournament and um everything that's happening. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show today, Jennifer. <laughs> I'll be back soon. Yep, I just want to thank Sierra for coming on with me. This was a great dialogue and great content. And like I said, just keep looking out for us. Peace out. Peace.